Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. We have so many things for March, so many things to wrap up or to wrap about. There were so many things that happened (laughs) this month that uh, we're going to have to scoot along for this one. Okay. So buckle up, camper. This is going to be a quick ride. You telling me to hurry up? Not you. I'm just telling people to get ready because this is, we're going to do a lot. I have a list over here. Okay. First of all, we have to mention Tom Brady. (laughs) You know? I know you didn't want to, but I, there are a I lot of Tom Brady fans. Yeah, uh, there's like one or two, I think, you, don't that be I've mean. heard of. Don't be mean. I'm not being mean. I'm, I'm just... Don't be mean. Know. Okay, but did you feel a little bit like, okay, dude, you said you were going to retire, so like, make up your mind. Not as bad as the guy who bought the quote-unquote last touchdown football. I ain't going to lie. I would have been mad. Mm. Like, mm, is, it spent, still worth, is it still worth it? the it's amount of money worth, no it's worth a lot of money right but this guy bought that football at five hundred and eighteen thousand yeah. dollars at auction yeah right five hundred and eighteen grand and it was the next day that tom announced that hey i'm back i'm just kidding about the retirement i spent a did couple- he announce it the next day i think so and the because didn't, didn't he buy it way when he first retired no the auction happened and the way i read it and and i could okay. be wrong i've Maybe i've been wrong, wrong once okay uh is that he bought the football and a very short period of time brady announced that he was coming out of retirement apparently spending a time at home with toddlers is less attractive than getting hit by a 300 pound lineman he does not have toddlers. Anyway, he, I'm his just, kids are older. So, uh, yeah. So the football now I think is worth around fifty grand, which is still a lot of money, Mm-mm. but not not the five hundred and eighteen okay. grand. Listen, yeah, fifty G is a lot of money, but right. when you spent five hundred on yeah. something, yeah. See, I would take it back. Can you take it back? No, <laughs> I do that. Like if right. I. Go mm-hmm. to Belk and buy a yes. pair of shoes, mm-hmm. and they're on sale the next day. Sure, I take it back. I don't blame you. That's being <laughs> smart. Uh, but yeah, when you buy something at auction, it's yours. No, no, oh, yeah. Tom needs to. Tom needs to reimburse him. <sighs> you know, it's I've only fair. Of, it's only right. I've thought about that. Tom, be a good person. Tom, if you are listening to the Jesus Fix It podcast, be a nice person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, you could give him a, an extra pair of Ugg boots or something to go with that football. You know what? You are just being so curt. Don't. Don't. What? I'm just saying. Just mean for no reason. Tom, good well, luck on the season down there in Florida, and may mm-hmm. the force be with you and all that good stuff and mm. whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Moving along. First of all, Jesus fix it, the spider, this invasive. Yeah. Spider, everybody's saying, oh, but it's all pretty and stuff. It's the size of the palm of your hand. Size of the palm of your hand. It's coming. It's coming. It's um, as big as, like we just said, uh, the palm of your hand. Uh It's black and yellow, I believe. It is a very interesting looking spider, right? Yeah. And if I were to see it like on TV or Mm -hmm. behind glass at a zoo, I would think, wow, that's pretty. But if I see this thing in my house... I'm not thinking, oh, that's pretty spider. Right, exactly. No. I'm thinking, okay, we packing up stuff and we're yeah. moving. Y'all, it, when we tell you this is invasive, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you're understanding what we mean by this. We don't mean, okay, you see that one spider and you're moving along. Mm -hmm. You know how when you see one stink bug and then you move a picture Mm -hmm. frame and there's like a whole colony Mm -hmm. or those little ladybug looking Mm -hmm. things, there's like, they're everywhere in your house. You know, those beetles that were- Yeah, the little Asian beetle. Yeah. Yeah. That's how these spiders are supposed to invade your homes. It's supposed to be like that level this spring and summer. It's like- That's what we're talking about. I don't know, relatives that live on the other side of the country that call you at the last minute and say they're coming to visit for two weeks. But they don't call first. This is true. <laughs> yeah. And of course, they, they, they're coming up from Florida. Of course, it's Florida what? where this is starting in. Wait, Tom lives in Florida. Okay, you know what? We're not, we're not doing saying, this. We're not doing this. No, nope, I, I didn't think mean I it. Hear I didn't you. mean it. Nope. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a nice human. It's Tom's fault. No, I didn't say that. Clearly. I didn't mean that, y'all. Thank so you, sorry. Tom. All right. You know what? You make me be, you make me like this. Okay. Sure, I do. But uh, why do we have to? Have we not been through enough? See, this is when me and God have the, these deep these conversations. It's like I'm like, Lord, yeah. I know your ways are good, and I know you are in control of it all. And I know you don't mind me asking these questions. Right. Why do we got to have these spiders? Can Lord, I throw why some, do we have to live through this? Let me throw some sunshine <laughs> at it. All right? it's, it's not a poisonous spider. It's not going to hurt you. It's okay. not going to bite you. And? And they eat some of the uh, the the bugs and insects that we don't like. I don't care. Okay. Well, I tried. I don't care. I'm just trying to throw some a positivity on this. A spider is a spider. Do you? Okay. Right. So you're telling me just because these spiders eat uh, the stink bugs right. that I'm supposed to be okay with having 20 of them in my house? No. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying when you're going after it with a hammer – realize it it's not it's not the end of the world it's okay okay anyway moving right along because my skin is starting to crawl thinking about this so i was rolling into work this morning Mm -hmm. and i saw gas prices at three dollars and 99 cents a gallon yes thank you when did (laughs) it ever occur to you that there would be a time in your life where you would see gas prices at 3.99 a gallon and be happy about that never no me either never. and it, it hit me kind of hard it's like oh look at that it's 3.99 a gallon i'm glad to see it wait a minute it's still 3.99 a gallon hopefully I, by the time you're hearing this it's even less when um i was telling my son the other night at dinner when i was in high school i was a senior 1995 i was uh-huh. a senior in high school and the thing was to ride around town. You had to, had a car after school. You just rode yeah. around the same place in circles. It was just the oh, fun yeah. thing to do. You cut up your radio all right. loud, and you just ride around. We had a place like that growing up in my hometown, too. $2 worth of gas would take you so far. Yeah. Ride around forever. So I was telling my son, sometimes if I was really good and I did my chores, I would ask Dad, can I have $2 for gas so I can ride around town with my friends? And on the rare occasion that I was extra good that week, my dad would give me $5 wow. for gas, and I would ride for days. And yeah. my son was like, do what? Yeah. You uh-huh. you were, like, happy just to have $5 for gas? Back I was in like, my day. Yes. He was like, wow, you are old. I was like, first of all. That's not whatever I was going. (laughs) That's not what I was trying to convey, but just the times, man. I remember my dad saying, 
if gasoline ever gets to a dollar a gallon, <laughs> I'm going to stop driving. Yeah, okay. And gas, of course, did go over a dollar a gallon. And, of course, he did not stop driving. <laughs> no. But he also drove this land yacht of a car. Wait, my a mom huge, and dad. Huge, huge car. My mom and dad had matching, um, I think there were Fords, maybe, LTDs. Oh, Do you remember yeah. those? Yes. My mom had a powder blue. Of course. And my dad had this hideous green Ooh, it was like, like an avocado green, or that no, it was like a um seventies bathroom green, turtle color green, really? like a frog green. I think I remember that LTD. Is that a Ford? Yeah, LTD. Yeah, those were big old boats. Yeah, my dad had an Oldsmobile looked- Delta ninety eight, and that thing was I. I they think loved I could those cars. I think I could sit in the back seat, and they wouldn't even know I was there. Up, uh, yeah. You know, like, where's the boy? He's in the back seat. I can't see him. I think my parents personally love them because, like, when we went on road trips and stuff, me and my sister didn't touch. We didn't touch right. each other. We were so far apart right. in the back seat. There was no fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing. I used to be able to lay down in the in the in the floorboard behind the front <laughs> seats and read. See? Yeah, when we were on road trips, that's how big the car was or how small I was. I don't um, know which. You were little. D- Thank you for not going where I thought you were you about were to go. Yeah. yeah. See? I, All right. What I else know, you got? I know. We appreciate those comments. Okay. So this couple, I'm looking for their names here. Um, oh, here we go. Um, they're a YouTube couple, and um, they're a Philadelphia couple. Here they are. Um, Johnson LaRose and Charlotte Fisher, they're 25 and 24. Right. They were arrested in March because... They hid out in a Target. What? Mm-hmm. So it, wasn't there a movie about this? Um, except it was Walmart. So they made an attempt to spend the night inside Target. They didn't take anything. Right. And they didn't set out to take anything. Right. That wasn't what they wanted to do. But they just wanted to be able, you know, it's all about the views. And they are yeah. a popular YouTube couple. Mm-hmm. And it says, according to reports, a Philadelphia couple with a popular YouTube channel were arrested for trespassing instead of a pit. In, I'm sorry, inside a Pennsylvania Target after they attempted to spend the night inside and post it for their followers. Um, let's see. Known as Saucy and Honey on YouTube, the pair were found inside by authorities around 3 a.m. due to the alarm system. Duh. So... When they did this, did they not? Did they think the cameras turn off? I, I after closing. Listen, I can't help you on this because there are times when, especially the TikTokers and the YouTubers, will do some interesting things. And when you hear about it, you go, "Are you not thinking? Yeah. Why are you not thinking?" And and like I said, the video it just shows them wow. just wandering around and they're just <sighs> looking at stuff. And and it was there. It, I guess it was just like a, um, just sure. like a, hey, I can get away with this. Right. And it, it, it was not their intent to take anything. And sure. it does show them just sitting there. First, it shows them just sitting there, and kind of broadcasting, <sighs> "Hey, y'all, we pulled it off. We hid uh-huh. until everybody left. Right. Look, hey, we're wandering through." The clothing section. Hey, we're wandering over here. Now we're going to post this, and then first thing in the morning, once the crew gets here, we're going to sneak out. 
So they they genuinely, and just by watching this, like they genuinely weren't trying to steal anything. Right. It was a ploy just to say, hey. Right, they're pulling a stunt. They're not criminals. Th- they're pulling a stunt. Yeah, but they're... They weren't. Tr- they're not the thieving criminals, right. but they are the trespassing kind. Right. Right. <laughs> you know like, they could have done it a lot easier. What it, do you mean? Just wear a red shirt and a pair of khakis, and they'll think you're an employee. Nobody's going to pay any attention to you, you at all. You know what? Quit trying to tell people what? how to do. <laughs> <laughs> you are giving away tips here. Well, you can also never mind. I was about to say you could act like an employee and help people find stuff. I mean, look, I'm sure I don't Target even gotta, would appreciate I that. don't even got to put on the red shirt. I can tell you how to find stuff and target well, them up in there so much. Yeah, that's like, wait a minute. That's I'm probably telling another on myself. podcast right there. Okay. Jess and her shopping problem. Okay. Next right. on the Jesus Fix It podcast. You know what? I could use an intervention, but the first step is admitting you have a problem and right. I'm not ready yet. No, you're not okay. a quitter. You're not a quitter. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. I'm going to persevere. All right. Moving right along. Buy a um, purse. Is that what you said? What? Huh? You know right, what? what? Treat you? yourself. <laughs> what else you got? All right. Um, March was Women's History Month. Yes. And so we have to mention it. You have a daughter, so you should make sure that you celebrate Women's History Month every month. You know? You're right. I should. Up. You know what? What? I don't like the way you're looking at me over there. <laughs> I, Build your daughter up. We do. We yeah. do. There's, uh, it is an ongoing effort to let her know that what society says is not what God says. There you go. And I, we, we work yeah. on that a lot. I think yeah. our girls need that. I have boys, but I make I make it a point to teach them, and their father does too, and I'm really proud of him for this. I make it a point that they um, know the importance of women in our society. Yeah. And their women friends and their mom and their aunts and their nanas, that they respect them yeah. and that they um, appreciate them. Yeah. And their dad has done a great job at making sure they respect their mama and their nanas and all the women in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like... Um, Especially today, um, our young women have so many pressures. I mean, when I was growing up, yeah, there was pressure. Um, There's always been pressure, but today more so than ever. You know, one of the things that we have done is we've watched some some TV shows that were based in the 50s and the 60s. And we will talk about, my, my daughter will bring it up. It's like, hold on a second. Why is she, the female character in the TV show, why is she being treated that way? What is the whole thing? And we will talk about how, okay, at one point in our history, mm-hmm. women were thought of as, well, if if you need a job, if you find that you need a distraction, well, mm-hmm. you could be a secretary, I guess, or something like that. It's, and it's like that was the that was the mentality of society at one point. Look at where we are now. Right. Look how important it is to overlook the ridiculousness of what society can try and uh, uh, clamp down on you. Mm -hmm. And look at what people are capable of doing. Right. So we really have done – we have had some fun conversations about what was in the past and what is available now. And that also leads into what can be done tomorrow, next year, next decade. Exactly. I just – I think those – 
conversations are so important, and I think it's important to to let our young women know whatever it is they want to do and be, it's okay. If yeah. you want to be a stay-at-home mom, that's okay. If yes, you want to get out here and rule the world, I mean, that's okay. If yeah. you want to be an executive, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a Supreme Court justice, that's okay. If you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a doctor or tennis player, whatever you want to do, that is okay. Right, right. It's limitless. The possibilities are limitless. And don't let anybody limit you. Exactly. Our young ladies need to know that mm-hmm. each and every day, and they need to be reminded that their identity is found in Jesus. Okay. Woo. Preach. Got me all. Mm. Okay. Really? Moving right along. As of today, unfortunately, the war in Ukraine is still going on. Yeah. Continuing yeah. to pray um, for that whole situation. I think that's going to be going on for a, quite a while. Oh. It's. There's so many moving parts. There's so many aspects to it. I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine who um, kind of sort of works for the government in an interesting way, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And he flies into that part of the world and has been for a little more than a year. And um, some of the things that that people are looking out for and that they're concerned about, this is not a short-term problem. This is not a short-term conflict. We're going to be, we need to pray about this for a while. We need to keep praying about this. We oh, have a tendency, definitely. you know how we have a tendency to, you know, a problem flares up and after a couple of weeks, it's no longer in our mind and we move on to the next problem. Right. Because you see it every day. Right. You cut on the news. It's the um, headline every single day. Yeah. It's all over social media and it just becomes, I hate to say this, it seems normal. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, it, it, the it shock value. Be. The has, shock value is gone. Uh, yeah. But and so it's we still need to at keep, the forefront. Yeah. yeah. And we need to keep praying about this because yeah. it's a it's a very, very difficult situation. It it it's it's so it's I still can't wrap my round my ugh, can't even talk. I still can't wrap my mind around war happening right now in 2022 and you brought up yeah. a point earlier before we even you know cut the mics on that these people are having to live life they're still working yeah. going about their day and there's like they're walking to work and there's a tank rolling down the street right and or or they have <clears throat> to dodge a tank in traffic or something yeah like, um but this is kind of like a bright light that happened in the middle of all of that there is a couple there's actually been several couples, but this one just really stuck out to me. Um, there was a couple who was getting ready to get married right before um, war, the war happened. Mm-hmm. And um, of course they couldn't. The um, couple, the wife, she is on the front lines. Wow. Right. And um, they finally somehow were able to, come together and have a wedding ceremony. Not amazing. I'm not even going to try to pronounce their names, but right. I'm looking at a picture right now of them in the middle of this country that is in war. There are all these people around them. There are men in 
uniform, women in uniform as well. And then you have the bride who is in her military uniform. You have the groom standing right beside her. He's in a big black coat because they're outside. And you can tell everybody's bundled up. They have on their stocking caps. And she has on her army fatigues. She took off her helmet and put on a wedding veil. So imagine her in her military fatigues with a wedding veil. And the pastor's in front of them. And they're exchanging vows. That's awesome. Now, they may not know where each other is going to be in the next day or so, month or so, week, right. whatever, but they love each other and they found a way to get married and love in the time of war. I, like, I, wow. Taking a bad situation and finding a way to find something wow. beautiful even in the even in a war-torn country. And okay, so let's end with this. Yeah. Um, Priscilla Shire posted this a couple weeks ago. Um, it was a video of um, Christians in the Ukraine praying in a subway station, and we've seen those pictures. Maybe mm-hmm. you've too. You have two pictures and videos of these Christians in Ukraine. They are praying any and everywhere. You, yeah, they will stop outside in the middle of tanks and <laughs> bullets flying everywhere and stop and pray like that faith. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is so encouraging to me. And this is what Priscilla Shire said, gather your family and your friends and your kids together today and pray for the Ukraine and Russia. Tell your kids what's happening. Show them videos of these Christians praying and then remind them that there are families just like yours and children just like them. Then take a few minutes to ask the Father to give a supernatural measure of his peace protection, and provision to our brothers and sisters. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education Stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. Toys for the kiddos, from Melissa and Doug, science and craft activity kits, they're all 30% off. And you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app. Looking for another encouraging podcast? Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises with Melody, Candy, and Gabe explores the real experiences of life through humor and honesty, weighing in together on how every quirk, bump, and bruise of life that we encounter can all relate back to the grace, love, and forgiveness of God. Search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you get your podcasts today.